House of Representatives keeps the spotlight on our own border crisis and refuses to approve the Senate passed aid package for Ukraine funding. How much of a factor will Biden's foreign policy impact the 2024 race? Lieutenant Colonel Sergeant Sangari will tell us as he explains that much of what is happening is by design. And Dr. Tedros of the World Health Organization issued a warning about a so-called disease X pandemic, saying it's a matter of when, not if. Dr. Peter Bregan is here on that story and explains that disease X is fear porn for global control. And reports this week show J6 prisoners neglected in poor health and moved from DC prison to an undisclosed location. So much of January 6th has been under the radar due to the media narrative that it was an insurrection. Attorney Jonathan Mosley represents some of the J6 prisoners and says they need more attorneys to help fight the injustices. It's all next on Viewpoint This Sunday. the bias, the lies and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the weekend news magazine, the Viewpoint This Sunday. It is Malcolm Outloud here. A lot of foreign policy, a lot of big things happening in the world, my fellow Americans, and we're going to cover a lot of it today. Some big big stories we're going to talk about today. Uh, things that the World Health Organization is up to, uh, things that are going on there. You hear a lot about this crazy talk about a disease X. Uh, people have lost trust in the system, and fear plays a big part of these stories, frankly. But that's one of the things... What's going on with the J6 business? Uh, we've got an attorney coming on and talked about some things there uh, that uh, really should have everybody's uh, uh, attitude and, and uh, up on this story because it is just over the top here what's taking place uh, in our nation. I want to start with some uh, very important stories in regards to Congress funding, foreign policy, things of that nature. And we'll start the broadcast off with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Sergeant Sangari is here. I'd love to have Sergeant Sangari. He's a great voice. Uh, he's a uh, Lieutenant Colonel U.S. Army, retired uh, U.S. Army Infantry and Special Operational Forces, more than a couple of decades military experience, and uh, just has a good grasp of, you know, both the military and the political applications as an analyst and uh my friend, it is always a privilege to talk to you. Thank you for joining us here on Viewpoint this Sunday, sir. Malcolm, it's good to be here. Much appreciated. Let's start uh, up high here, maybe even around 50,000 feet today, and then we'll get into some of these specific issues and stories. And uh, uh, people are on edge. Uh, they can feel it. There's a lot of factors going into the election this time. Uh, foreign policy plays a big part of this this time because of the immigration, the open borders, all of the uh, migrants coming in from all over the world, how those countries are dealing with things. And, you know, a lot of our adversaries and enemies uh, are have seem to have control of that border right now. That plays a part of this story. Um, but also uh, decisions that are being made. How do you think, uh, Colonel, that uh, his foreign policy and the decision making 
of this administration, serious question now, uh, impacted the U.S. position in the world. How how does that look right now, looking around the world right now? Well, from an individual perspective, you kind of feel that U.S. is in a diminishing position. Uh, if you look at it from an administration perspective, they're still in line with the agreement that uh, pretty much the Obama administration made with the Chinese going back a decade ago. And I think I've spoken about it before on your show, but uh, I had written an article in uh, almost a decade ago. We're talking about October of uh, 2015, where I looked at what is happening in the Middle East and why is it happening the way it is. And uh, it went back to the speech that Wang Yi in September of 2012 had given uh, the foreign minister, of course, Wang Yi, at the Brookings Institute, where he laid out what his vision was for a China vision and U.S. support of that China vision. He called that a new power relations. That was the title of his speech. And uh, when we initially thought that Susan Rice was, of course, going to come out, you know, was going to counter that, that vision that the Chinese Communist Party had laid out, she actually came up in uh, uh, George Washington University and talked about how to actualize that uh, vision. And uh, today we're at a position now under the current administration that there's 23 individuals, uh, executive us execs that we call them, that are a part of the Obama administration that are serving in the current administration. And uh, there's right. even talks now that you hear that some folks are saying it's possible that if there's a replacement of any of the individuals on the uh, Democratic ballot, maybe if there's a replacement of the vice president, that she would be the individual who would take that position and still continue, hopefully, from their perspective, this idea that was initially introduced. And the U.S. was supposed to be in this position based on the agreement that was made going back to 2012, which right. I wrote about in 2015. All right. So in a nutshell, uh, when it comes to, like, we talk about Russia, Ukraine, we talk about the Middle East, we see uh, when the Abraham Accords have, uh, and the peace deal was just about the year and even more recent, and now that's all fallen off. A lot of these stories... On the surface and kind of on the edges, is China the driver of a lot of these stories, even though we're talking about this one and that one in these yes. areas? Is that what you're thinking? It's China. China is the lead of the Shanghai Corporation Organization that uh, Iran, Russia are signatories to, to include the fact that uh, you have Turkey that has been courted by them and also India. And who's propping up the economy of Russia right now to be able to conduct combat operations? Um, India and China are. And China is providing the eaches to the, the technologies they need for their war machines. Look, um, I, I actually, when I talked about the new power relations, I rewrote that article again in uh, 2022 and looked at uh, why the war in Europe was taking place with Ukraine. And under the initial agreement that was made under Obama, uh, under the Chinese Communist Party plan that was proposed in 2012, America would have to cede Asia to China and by default, the Chinese mm. Communist Party. Wow. And then furthermore, either European Union or Russia would dominate the nations of Europe. But as you see, that led to that war that took place with the Russian yeah. invasion of Ukraine. And uh, and unfortunately, in this process, Europe would have to return to those neo-fascist structures of the old. And uh, 
here we are where this whole thing is basically the map yeah. that they put out to us and actually said we're going to support it in well, 2012. Back to your point about Asia a moment ago here and uh, China and then Asia. It, it's safe to say, Colonel, that uh, the United States is it's clearly being stretched too thin around the world and China recognizes that. Is that a fair statement? Uh, yes, it's a fair statement. Um, I mean, you, you you could do, as I told a commander of mine, sir, I could do one job very well or multiple, <laughs> you know, somewhat good. It's yeah. up to you which one you want me to tackle. But uh, yeah. we, we are having problems being able to deal with multiple issues. All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, here's my sense. And think about this a moment here now. China, who, back to what you just stated through the Obama years and all of that, they they have a long-term plan here. They play 100 years at a time and even more than that. We do do not do that here in our nation. We play to the next election if we're lucky. Uh, That's basically how it works here. And and that's that's a a real um, negative uh, that we bring to the game. But right now at this moment here, my sense is China is pushing on the gas right now. So they're sort of moving forward with their big agenda. And, and we're not talking about just Taiwan, but that entire area, as you just mentioned a moment ago, in Asia. Okay. At the same time, the Biden administration does not have a comprehensive foreign policy, it appears to me. And of course, I'll let you speak to that point. And then when you see what happened in the debacle, and it was a massive historical debacle out of Afghanistan, that was the the reverberations of that will be felt for hundreds of years, I am certain. So when you look at that and the world scene, the way he was playing it, the way the Biden administration was playing it. So right now, we're sort of on mute is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm guessing here, uh, Colonel. So the United States, we've got our foot off the gas. We're in sort of neutral, sort of an idle. We're playing defense, in other words, all over the place. As you say, you can't do all this stuff well. China's accelerating. What I'm guessing at, and I'm asking you, is all this is happening at the wrong time. I'm saying it's all at the same time where we have just horrible leadership on multiple levels. And I think that's the worst possible scenario. And we're living in the moment right now. Does that make any sense? I I would say for you it makes sense because you're a citizen who loves the country, who believes that sovereignty needs to be protected. Um, But it's not that we're taking the foot off the gas when it comes to the administration, folks. It, for them, they're just basically uh, actualizing the final stages of the plan that they had already agreed upon. So you remember years ago when uh, Paul Ryan called it a managed decline? Right. Well, Obama agreed to that. He didn't fight against it. He didn't come out and say that. Hold on now. Hold on. You're saying that this – hold on. I just want to make sure I'm not re- misreading your words here. You're saying – that I, I get your comment about being a patriot and all that business, but forget that. Uh, you're saying this is all by design. You're saying this is agreed upon. This is by design and really, but I want to make sure people out there understand what we're talking about. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, because they, they, when when they agree upon something, they don't just agree upon it based on their vision of what they think, you know, uh, the world needs to look like. They start setting the systems that are tied to financial requirements, that means that they have to agree upon them. So the nations of the world come along and they say, these are the documentations and the dollars that we agree upon. And they basically strike those deals. And what you're seeing today is more of an economic issue. I mean, our southern border, it wouldn't be where it is if people were not making financial gains out of it. Uh, you have all these NGOs that are making financial gains. When you have the uh, 
director for Homeland uh, Security, actually being on a board of one of the major NGOs that is getting a lot of money to be able to set the structures to bring people into this country. That's done by design. That is not yeah. something. Well, that you, well, well hold on now. You, you say by design. And I, I think it's also important to point out who's design. Okay. And I hear you. You say Obama, you say Biden, you say, because it is the same people, the same leadership, the same players, the same cabal, the same group administration. You're right, the cabinet. It's all the same people. It's just shuffled, shuffled around a little bit. And so when you say by design, I'm thinking, okay, who's design? Well, it's not by my design. Is it by your design, Colonel? Or is it by anyone else's design? In other words, is it by the design of the American people? Or is it by design by just a few people who are interested in bringing America to another different level, different point of view, down a full few wrong does that make any sense well yeah from your perspective from mine it's not by our designs but then the politician says then why am i in uh, as a representative okay. sitting in the seat in congress and senate making these decisions because you elected me so uh, if you if you the american people were not electing me yeah. i wouldn't be able to do this so yeah. unfortunately we still go to ballots whether we like it or not right. and we vote out guys like trump and we vote in guys like biden this, this is from ICE and the CBP, uh, Custom Border Center Patrol. There. So uh, here we go here. Fiscal year 2023. Okay, Colonel. Venezuela. Venezuelan deep. Now, we're seeing these gangs all over the place. They're a rough crowd there. So listen to this. The Venezuelan uh, deportations. Just the 2023 now. We're talking 335,000 plus encounters. 335,000 plus just Venezuelans. And then how many deportations? <laughs> about 800, about 800 out of that 335,000 plus that we know of again encounters. That's just Venezuela. A lot of these are gangs and people that are roughing up cities and Americans and everything else. Okay. The Chinese, a lot of talk about Chinese, Chinese, Chinese. Okay. Tw just 2023, 24,000 encounters on the Chinese. And 288 to, uh, deportations is all. And there's uh, reports of about, the New York Times reported, there was about 100,000 Chinese nationals in that time period. That So these numbers are all over. But the, the, but the point is, the point is, I mean, are all these people coming here, in your opinion, as a military guy for a holiday or a, maybe a, a martini by the beach or is there something else? We keep hearing a lot of reports about these Chinese nationals, Chinese young men, this sort of thing. But even Venezuela, all the gangs all over the country. What, what What's your summary on this? What's What's going on with this, man? For you to be able to leave China and uh, come to United States, first, China has to give you that approval. Secondary, it costs money. And those are U.S. dollars. Just uh, buying a ticket to fly out of Turkey, you're looking at north of $1,000. And then when you land um, and try to negotiate the uh, Darien Gap, the facilities are being built out. The fact that Darien Gap, now the jungle is being torn down and you have uh, major roadways being built and those are being built by Chinese companies. It is a active process of trying to get folks here. Now, some individuals may be just coming here because they just want to come. The border is open. Are you going to blame them uh, for trying to come to that border? The others are coming for specific mission requirements. China uses their people as a bullet. Each individual has a family member in China, and they will do, based on what those police stations that the Chinese have here, 
the representatives from those police stations go knock on your door and say, you will do this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we'll take it out on your family members. You will do what they tell you to do. Um, look, if I've fought against insurgencies and I've let them, mm -hmm. and I would wreak havoc on the United States in a heartbeat uh, using uh, my elements. And it's no longer quantity that you need to conduct operations, the quality of what you got and how you could use it. And with some uh, background support from uh, major nation players, mm -hmm. uh, you could do significant damage to the United okay. States. So you see this as a real problem, what I point out just a moment ago, uh, militarily uh, in foreign policy. I mean, this is, uh, this, is, this is significant. This is huge. And you're concerned, yes? Yes, but I'm not at the, at the decision-making table. The, the elected representative is there. They're the ones who pass the laws, and they're in the executive, and they choose whether or not they execute those uh, laws or not. So, unfortunately, this is our nation today. Yeah, right. But it's not a good state of our nation. How much of a factor do you believe Biden's foreign policy, the impact of this from Afghanistan forward, this administration to the Middle East, to Ukraine and Russia right now, how much of that will play into the 2024 race, in your opinion? Well, it's huge. Uh, but uh, whether or not the people are willing to see it and are willing to vote in uh, without the current uh, um, you know, Democratic Party right now that is uh, entrenched in the executive. If they choose not to because they can't walk in and move their finger a couple of millimeters to vote out the uh, incumbency, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Look, when we lost Afghanistan, the first thing I did was I went to D.C. and said, we have to concentrate on what's happening in Africa. And I was able to uh, link up with uh, Boy Guy Dang, who's uh, one of the lost boys, uh, uh, was able to take him down to Kenya, set up the processes of trying to get all those uh, uh, different uh, political tribal groups to sign on together uh, in a uh, declaration of intent to be able to be maybe a, a, a buffer mm -hmm. between what is about to happen in Sudan. Sudan fell apart. Okay. We knew there were two places, right, uh, after Afghanistan. Uh, you would have to cede northern Iraq, which right now U.S. has negotiated, started negotiations to pull out the U.S. forces out of there completely. Right. And, uh, and, you know, with the Supreme Court of Iraq basically nullifying the 11 minority seats, as they call them, for the indigenous Christians, the five Assyrian and one Armenian seat, yeah. Yeah. with the five Turkmen, that's basically ceding yeah. that land to the Chinese again. Okay. And then what happens in Sudan with the civil war, we did not engage. Iran is there now with its drone capability. Right, so everywhere there's a vacuum, there's a vacuum of leadership and a vacuum, uh, you know, and again, this is a contest we constantly talk about here. Uh, uh, how involved should America be? Or some American don't think we should have any involvement. I mean, that we should put our head in the sand, and certainly libertarians would think that way. Many others do as well this time. People are tired. They're tired of fighting. We, listen, we're not even fighting our domestic battles properly. And they just think, which gets to the point of this Ukraine funding I wanted to touch with you on. So right now, we see where the Senate is on the funding. We know the House is where they're at. They want border security or no funding. What's the best scenario here that would play out, please, in uh, Ukraine, Russia, to our funding point in Congress? What's the best scenario? Well, the funding doesn't matter because we, from one end, we're trying to uh, put sanctions. From the other end, we're supporting the Russian economy. I mean, uh, you know, the House just passed <laughs> a ban on buying uranium imports from Russia. Okay, right. they they did that in December of this uh, of twenty twenty three. However. Uh, the Senate still has to approve it. The president has to sign it into law. And uh, if you take a look at it, it's probably not going to make it through the process because of the fact that we are still reliant 
I'm getting uranium from from the Russians, and that the uh, the amounts of liquid gas that the Europeans bought from Russia yeah. literally went up uh, dramatically from the time of the invasion of uh, Russia into Ukraine. So you have Ukrainians dying on the battlefield, majority yeah. of the, the infrastructure destroyed, refugees everywhere. Even the the uh, uh, Zelensky now, after two years of war, is saying, well, you know, there's some things we can negotiate on where you could literally have portions of your sovereign country being ceded to the Russians because he doesn't trust that uh, NATO and the United States and the EU are going to be able to back him up, that the funding being dried up. There's no peace through strength anymore. That's gone. Now we're playing defense all over the place and we're losing the battle is what I would suggest to you, sir. And at the point now, it really irritated me in the last day or so would say, well, because of Navalny's death, the government said, well, we're going to have another 600 sanctions and penalties. I don't think Russia gives a rat's ass, Colonel. I mean, how many? I mean, they've got their own deal. And that's what really pisses people off. I'm going to get off my soapbox in a second. And I'm going to tell you something else. That's why Russia and China and these countries don't want it. They think, well, who the hell is America? Why are we playing God all the time, telling people what they can and can't do, which is why bricks are going after our dollar. Everything else is coming apart. And it's because we're playing, we're sanctimonious. We're playing like the high almighty, uh, you know, decision maker in the world who appointed us a planet a king of the planet i wonder i'm being a real smart ass here i understand but you know you know what i'm talking about here oh look um i understand exactly what you're saying but i mean again i go back to the piece we look at our leaders as being buffoons but if they're following a plan and the plan was agreed upon going decades ago and it was a managed decline of the U.S. pulling it off of where it should be the, a different newer expansion of how money is moved globally, whether it be on pandemic support or be on how the various different nations are going to fight for resources in Africa. Then from that perspective, from their perspective, they're doing it. What they So have you're saying I, 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 you've said that now a couple of times and you really started to irritate me with what you're saying. But you're saying the truth. I know it. But I don't want to hear that truth, Colonel. But you're telling me that you're telling me that this is all by design again. And I don't like to hear that. Who's designed? Who designed this thing decades ago? Do we need a new plan? I think we need a new plan. And uh, more importantly, we need a new global system because the current one just is not working. You can see the sovereignty of nations is not being uh, yeah. supported. The Westphalian uh, agreements are have failed. Yeah. The Democrats yeah. have the right today, right now, to completely be bashed out of the water come November 5th. But when you walk in and you still vote for them because you're voting for a party right in America, what do you expect? Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful thing to say. Man, That, that thank you for that finish right there. That, that was worth the, the, the price of admission there, what you say. That's a strong message, my fellow Americans, from Lieutenant Colonel Sergeant Sangeri. I mean, you know, we try to get this done quickly in the weeds a little bit, but you get the picture of why we're having problems. Stay right there. More Viewpoint in just a moment. The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Take action today. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? 
crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. We're hearing a lot about disease X, disease X. When I first started to hear this, it was like, what are they talking about? You know, when I started to hear this a little bit, it, you know how that happens out there. You get these words out there and then, and and so then we don't really know what disease X, that's the, that's the uh, footnote here, but uh, people have lost trust. They, they don't have confidence anymore and fear plays is the narrative of the day and that's it's a lost trust basically is what's happened and that's because of these last many years and what's transpired we're going to take that up now with the world health organization and other factors in that uh, dr peter bregan joins me the one and only here dr peter bregan author uh, along with his wife of the amazing book covid19 the global predators we are the prey and he is working hard on a new follow-up book which will be out not too far ahead here i know because we talk about it and that's going to be very fascinating but they have got into the nitty-gritty of all of these uh, predators and there are plenty of them all over the world dr peter bregan let's jump right in right now then please and i see uh, a series of news articles and one in particular from the epoch times about uh, the headline caught my attention very much and it was that uh, uh, the WHO chief warns of disease X pushes for pandemic treaty. That that's uh, this pandemic treaty never goes away. Uh, and I hear like May or something. Tell us what's going on with this, and and what what the hell is disease X? Disease X is fear porn. It's a disgraceful attempt again and again. It's been going on for at least since 2010 to terrify us about essentially nothing other than they have bad intentions for us, Malcolm. They've got bad intentions and they treat it, they want to threaten us and frighten us into submission and to paying through our taxes and inflation billions and billions of dollars to them so that they can handle this self-created disease X. It's salesmanship, it's fear porn, it has no basis except in their ambitions. Earlier, a little earlier than this at the World Economic Forum, Tedros came out, not Tedros, but here, here's, one of the, here's one of their discussions in January at the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab, mm -hmm. with fresh warnings from the World Health Organization that an unknown disease X could result in 20 times more fatalities in the corona pandemic. What novel efforts are needed to prepare healthcare systems for the multiple challenge ahead? What they're trying to do is make the World Health Organization the spearhead of their totalitarianism. And all you need to know is that the so-called treaties, with they, which they actually call declarations that they want all of us to sign and which the Gov our government is probably behind. We know we know definitely they've been pushing for this. It'll just make Tedros the dictator of the world with disease X. That's why he's so happy to uh, scream it out. He wants to put it on T-shirts, disease X, because when it comes, he wants who to take over, World Health Organization. But who is who? 
who is this a bizarre combination of Bill Gates and Xi Jinping? Who is actually kind of being fought over by who's going to run it? The people in the West who are the predators or the people in the East who are the Chinese communist predators. And they've been doing this since the 2010, when again at the World Economic Forum, the richest man in the world at the time, Bill Gates, said, I'm investing in vaccines. I'm calling this the decade of the vaccines. <laughs> and that just brought in tons of money into his organizations, one of them called CEPI, for him to invest and for him to get involved with controlling things. And his control was so complete, as just as an aside, that his two companies, Moderna and um, Pfizer, became the two out of hundreds of people trying to get the government attention and make vaccines, the two to get through to be injected into all of America. Imagine, imagine that, Dr. Bregan. Imagine that. <laughs> what, what, what are the chances of that, sir? You know, right? yeah, yeah, there are no chances at all. This is all power grab. Disease X is a power grab. Yeah. They, they, they knew they got away with murder, literally murder, because they're populationists. The vaccine has killed a lot of people. And uh, so that's one of their goals, is uh, killing people, getting power, making billions, they did it all on our, uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, with COVID, and they well, want to do it again. That's what's yeah. going on. Well, I think the power is the right thing. You're, I, I agree with you. You're spot on over target, as far as I can see. And uh, these these groups, like the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum, you know, at one point decades ago, it was just the United Nations. Now we have all these breakoff entities that have become power juggernauts of their own. And it does seem like they're all, or it's become very apparent, I should say, that they are on the move uh, in, in combination of this globalist plan, which kind of plays to a lot of what the Chinese are doing today to pull America down. It's what's happening on the world yes. stage with BRICS. It's what's happening in the digital currency world. Yes. And I was just talking to military up front of the broadcast, and I would say there's their play what they were saying just now to me dr bregan it was just said to me from uh from uh, high up in military that you know these are people who've been planning this for decades this didn't happen yesterday i mean they in other words they're just executing their plans and of course obama and biden are part of this cabal is that is that a fair statement well it's absolutely true <clears throat> Fauci, this we have in our book, uh, thank you for mentioning at the beginning, Fauci, 10 days before Trump was inaugurated, came to a conference in D.C. on pandemic preparation in the new administration that was softening Trump up. And he said, this is a quote, if there is one message I want to leave with you today, there is no question there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases. There will be a surprise outbreak. Now, you don't. How do you know this is a surprise party? Only if you're planning it. <laughs> this is being planned. They've done it in multiple stages. They were. They did this ten days before his inauguration, and, and not as far as I know. And I, I looked. There's not a Trump representative at the conference. It's whipping up their people into a frenzy of making money and having power and taking right. over. 
It looks to me like throughout COVID. So they blow up our healthcare system here. Uh, they didn't want early treatment. They did all the political media games on hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and things that were making a difference. They put people on ventilators, remdesivir. I mean, we all know all that. We've covered that extensively on this network with best in class. I mean, I, I know that. Now, I look at some of the comments here. I see that they met, let's see here, they met in the United Arab Emirates uh, last week, the World Government Summit, and Tedros was leading that affair. And he says, today, I stand before you in the aftermath of COVID-19 with millions of people dead, with social, economic, and political shocks that reverberate to this day. And this is, then he says, you know, it may be caused by an influence, the disease X may be caused by an influenza virus or a new coronavirus or a new pathogen. We don't even know yet, but what we call disease X, but they're saying something's going to happen. Now, here's what, here's what I want people to understand. We haven't had a pandemic, what, it was 100 years before that, Dr. Brecken, that we had a pandemic back in, what, 1917, 1819. Hadn't been something of that nature since to that degree since then. That's but now right. These things are rare. They but now that, it's like they're predicting it next week, for yeah. God's sakes, huh? Well, they can because they are making these pathogens in laboratories. Exactly. exactly. The, another thing in our book, which we actually discovered and which got Trump to stop us paying off the Chinese to make weapons against us. But in 2015, ongoing research published openly in major journals showed that we were making SARS-CoV viruses in labs with the Chinese communists. Yeah. So when they make a prediction, you better look out because they're making this. And these stuff. bio labs, by the way, Dr. Bregan, are to your point now, and speak about that a little more, the bio labs, because I want people to understand these are all over the world. They are all over Ukraine, for sure. Russia wanted to get their hands on some of them, uh, and others wanted to get their hands on But they're all over the world, and much of this is funded by our government, our NIH. Is that a correct statement? Yeah, and, and ultimately our Defense Department is heavily involved in the military. everything, yeah. Yeah. every single thing about this. Because if you're making a deadly vaccine, a, a deadly um bug like these guys are doing you're making yeah. yeah you're making a biological weapon yeah. and if you're making a vaccine you're making a defense weapon against the biological weapon so maybe you can vaccine yourselves while you drop it on the your uh, on the other country's uh, people so and, and, and Dr. Bregan, let me ask you this once this happens this war the military complex are talking about here what if this sort of this biotechnology, cor correct me on this though, but I'm guessing this, if this is in the wrong hands, people that have no value in life, I'm talking about whatever, any of the jihadists, any of these crazy people. Well, the Chinese Communist Party, yeah. that's who they are. They're the super thugs of the world. But you know what? The Bill Gates, the Klaus Schwab, the NATO, the European Union, all these people have the similar characteristics of the global predators which is they don't identify with other human beings unless they're business partners making money or they're progressive communists and they're together making power and money they have no concern about what we call humanity or their own countries so they're all dangerous they're all wildly dangerous we got to stand up to them yeah, we've yeah. got to invert the power structure 
We've got to find a way of getting our constitutional democracies back on top. On top, Right now, our constitutional democracy is run by the deep state, by progressives, by communists, by capitalist predators, all of them just sharing this power grab. That's what's going on now. Yeah, and we see it, and we see it, and, and it overlaps a whole lot of stories. It's not just one or two things. Oh, it's no. about everything that is tied up as to what you say uh, to that narrative right there. Uh, you know, I, I made a couple of notes here when you say, and I like these statements because they're accurate, disease X is fear porn, uh, very interesting statement. And then this China CCP, and I've never heard it said this way, but I think you hit a nerve with me, are the super thugs of the world. That would make an interesting uh, uh, storyline there, I'll tell you, because it seems to be that's, I was asking the military up front on the broadcast, it seems to me they're, they got their hands in the Middle East, they got their hands in the Russia, Ukraine. They are behind all of these activities. Is that, you agree with that? Yeah, they're like a giant octopus. Uh, they are closely related to our Department of Defense that, uh, you're talking about Milley? General Milley, General Milley. General Milley, yeah. And he actually oh. admitted, bragged, yeah. that in the Trump administration, when he was worried about Donald Trump, he called his Chinese uh, That's right. That's uh, equivalent right. In, yeah. in China and yeah. said, I will let you know if he puts troops on the move. I heard he you're exactly right. Move. Yeah. This is so yeah. evil. He basically determined that he'd rather see American soldiers die yeah. than Donald Trump stand up to the communist Chinese. Yeah, He's your statement, that, and that statement you just made is is, is a fact. I mean, I, I, we've seen it a lot. You're exactly yeah. right. What was He did do that, Millie. I actually like what you renamed him as a general. We probably could rename him. Uh, Trump would like that, of course. General General Willie Millie. Willie Millie. That might be a good name for him. I don't know. <laughs> Willie Nilly. Willie Nilly <laughs> Millie. I'm not sure. Willie Nilly but, but to your okay. point, he did do that indeed. And I think, you know, and, and that brings me to an interesting point, actually. I'd like to kind of end on with you. And it's kind of this. You know, it's 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 odd. You talked about our constitutional republic. You talked about the democratic process here in trouble, all of this. But, you know, they make Trump to be out the big bad guy, the big bad wolf uh, all the time. But yet what they're doing is actually all it, it plays to the narrative of what they're saying all the way across the board. And Trump doesn't do any of that stuff. But yet, like in the case of Millie doing what he did with China here, they make him out to be the bad guy, but he doesn't do any of those things. But they... No, the bad guys are these treasonous right. globalists in our own government. Right. right. Like yeah. Joe Biden, you know, and like like his... Uh, uh, All of his military. cabinet, the cabal he has. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was trying to start I mean, Susan Rice, cabinet. Susan Rice, all of them. They're all the same people that were yes. under the Obama administration, frankly. You yes, know? yes. And Obama they, would like to be president of the world, probably. He wants a new job to be created. Well, he may him. be. He may be talking to, well, hold on now. He may be talking to the World Health or World Economic Forum. That might be a new role. We don't know. They, they may have had that conversation with him already. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, certainly my, my, my point is he's certainly working with Biden right now to take America down, is all I'm saying, you know. Absolutely. And yeah. why do they need to take America down? Because there is a group within America that still believes in the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and America first, as every nation should be. Every nation should be responsible to its people to take care of its freedom. And all of this effort 
really is it's killing more people in the u.s and why 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 are the vaccines so deadly here and and why did more COVID people die, uh, you know, with these various things they did to us? It's because we stand in the way of globalism. Right. If America first survives with God-fearing, constitution-loving people, there will be no globalism. They will lose ground. And that would cost them billions. It would cost them power. And if I had my way, it would put, and many of us would have our way, it would mean they come to trial. Yeah, yeah. It's becoming very clear now, uh, all the evidence and everything you say there, it's becoming very clear, this globalist plan that it was hard to grasp a few years back, uh, Dr. Bregan. It was, it, frankly, it for a guy like me, uh, I really, I kept hearing all of this. And it was hard to grasp that this was really happening in real time, yeah. that, you know, it wasn't fabricated. And I could tell you all the evidence and all the levers surely show that that narrative is is a real uh, truth. Well, that's what our book is about, COVID-19 and it. the global predators. It's the deepest dive. Still, Ma Malcolm, no one's no one's replaced the book or updated the book. Yeah. Um, it, it really captures what we're talking about now. And that was back in November 2021. Well, you're on it. You're going to be you. I know you have a whole no follow up to that before long. Correct. Right. Yes. We're going to be doing a we're going to be doing a series of books that will be coming out wow. on this. Wow. And and the beautiful thing about books like this is they document history, uh, you know, uh, whereas they change a lot of the narratives in the media with these articles and stuff. But books are documentation of a, of a historical context. You know, they're important. They're important. And yes. uh, they, I mean, that's why we celebrate books and it's why we have the bookstore, in fact, and uh, because we think they're important. And we know the left would like to burn the books and have a book burning uh, seminar uh, yes. just as they pulled down history and statues and everything else and uh, tormented the, the youth and the generations here of what's happening to play into this new narrative. So bottom line then, uh, I've only got like 60 seconds left here, but bottom line, uh, in May, when they vote on this, what what happens? Do they pull this off or do you, not enough, mo do they have the momentum or have we stopped or do we have momentum on this side to stop it? Uh, it's really unclear what's going on. They're modifying the treaty. They're trying to make it look like a business uh, accord between nations. <laughs> um, they're doing all kinds of tricks. Mainly, we have to make clear to the Biden administration, to the Congress, people need to let our government know we don't want to give our sovereignty over to the World Health Organization, which means ultimately to the Chinese communists. All right. All right. Perfect. All right. Uh, it's a privilege to have you on uh, with me always. I'm, I'm always excited to have you on here. Uh, it's Brand. wonderful to go on here with you. You bring out the worst in me, which is the best. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you're a you're a truth uh, teller. Uh, you're a truth seeker and a truth teller. Uh, and uh, the truth is never meant to be comfortable. It just is the truth. It's the facts and the data. And our job here is to make people aware of all of this. Now, Dr. Peter Bregan, Ginger Bregan, there, there's no other talk about a power couple. The work they're doing out there is incredible. Uh, certainly, it's uh, my high honor to have them here, part of the America Out Loud family. I hold them in the highest honor, uh, to be sure. We're blessed here, our fighting team and all the work we're doing here. But watch for their write-ins. Dr. Bregan will have a piece coming out on the weekend, uh, which will be very important to the narratives and the stories that we just talked about here. Uh, he he gets it right all the time. I mean, I've never seen anything like it here. Stay right there. More Viewpoint in just a moment. 
expert opinions, honest debate, and in-depth investigations are what you've come to expect from AmericaOutloud.news. We don't shy away from speaking the truth boldly and plainly. All that's missing is the propaganda that has infected legacy and social media. Get the best of down and dirty, wholesome American speak. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill, it's a patent pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to healthycell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Healthycell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. And we join you back here on Viewpoint this Sunday, the weekend news magazine. A privilege to be with you always, my fellow Americans. Thank you for joining us on the mission. And right at the top of AmericaOutloud.news, we say, you know, many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Attorney Jonathan uh, Mosley is here. You've been uh, a guest criminal attorney since 97, you say. here. You worked for Judicial Watch, even. What a great organization that I, is. I did. And you have been involved in J6. You, you've, uh, you've represented some of these people I see right here. Let's start with uh, your, your immediate involvement in why you are so passionate about this J6 and, and who you've represented. All right. It's almost impossible not to just talk in, in, in broad general themes because there's so much minutia, there's so many weeds, but those themes are very important to every person listening. Um, I, I was um, asked through a friend of friends to help Zachary Real, one of the Proud Boys, a uh, real Boy Scout um, in around um, August 2002. One. Um, I mean, his, there's a videotape of him and some other Proud Boys from Philadelphia saying, you know, you want to go into the Capitol? You don't want to go into the Capitol? I don't know. Maybe you should, you know, maybe fun. And and, and yet they were charged, you know, they were uh, accused of some, you know, plan. And you're talking about Zachary, Zachary Real, you're speaking about, right? And, yeah. and what was he, what was the charge? What, uh, how many, what did he get? What was the charge? He got pretty, I mean, he got pretty much everything, including, including seditious conspiracy, which is really out, out there. And this lawyer defending Kelly Meggs, one of the Oath Keepers. And so I got involved in this and I was involved in politics before I went to law school. So I'm pretty cynical and, and not, not gullible, but even this has just blown my mind. So what, what people understand is that some years ago, a presidential candidate said, we are five days away from fundamentally transforming America. And that is happening and it's happening in the courts and it's happening in the laws. Sure. Yeah, we see I mean, it. really, re- I mean, I, I'm so glad that most Americans do. Yeah, because yeah. In, in most of my political life, it's been trying to wake people up. Are they still in jail, these folks here? And and why? What was the problem that I mean, they had your representation. What happened? Well, it, it the prosecutors are, are, are I mean, it's, it's like Alice in Wonderland, this whole area of January 6th. We call right. it, you know, it, it, not, none of the normal laws apply. None of the normal procedures apply. So they would they would put together clips of videos 
to basically fabricate evidence and the judge would let them get away with it. Um, you know, we, we filed lots of motions. I mean, a lot of people think like, well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? We did. So it was a stacked deck, you're saying, a stacked deck. And did you ever have a chance or was it just that bad? Under normal rules, they would be they would be acquitted. But under January 6th rules, they never had a chance. And and it's very and even like, for example, Carmen Hernandez is a institution in the the D.C. federal courts. She's a liberal and she was furious. Yeah. Because she's saying this is not the way it's supposed to go. Yeah, she but, but let's let's with- let's talk about that a moment here, uh, J- John. This plays to a narrative, and l- and let me say that uh, so much of January sixth, I believe, has been under the radar due to the media narrative that J six was indeed an insurrection that the government was they were trying to take it over. So many right. of these stories have not received the coverage. Uh, that is needed no. to inform uh, our our public, the Americans, of the injustices and the fallout from this uh, historic day, really, John. So right. that's the problem. So without proper legal, uh, let's talk about uh, how many people are we talking first? I want to give people a sense of what's happening here. J6, how, roughly, you don't have to have the number exactly, but how last many time, approximately last, we talk? Last time I checked, 1,400 people have been charged. Okay. Some of them in some of them in uh, group cases, but but they've been charged. And how uh, approximately how many are in in, in the jail, please, locked up in prison? Well, of those who are waiting for trial, there's probably about um, three hundred of them around the around the thing. There there are people who are locked up because they've already been convicted. Um, like all the proud boys and the and the oath keeper right. cases, they're they're facing appeal. I mean, I mean, most people have been charged with. Uh, being on restricted grounds, entering right. the capitalist restricted grounds. I got to I got to jump in here. Being on restricted grounds. You mean you mean the people's house? Is that the one you're talking about? Well, that's one of the problems because the the definition is ridiculous. Of course, of a restricted grounds. And, and and again, all those things. There were motions to dismiss. The judges says we don't care. You know, the the definition of restricted grounds doesn't make any sense, but doesn't matter. Well, but, but wasn't the narrative here, John? Come on, now let's get to the point. It wasn't the narrative that they were going to teach Americans and America and Americans a lesson by locking these people yeah. up. Wasn't that the narrative? Yes. The uh, the, the 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 attorney, the the U.S. attorney, the pro- head prosecutor for that district, went on sixty minutes and and admitted that they were trying to impose shock and awe. I quote, quote unquote, no exaggeration, no interpretation. He said that. That they were trying to come out with these harsh sentences, harsh charges, um, in order to to impose shock and awe uh, against the the American people and demonstrators. And um, you know, he admitted, I think, a year later, that he really didn't have any evidence of it. They just they just they just wanted to make um, well pr- an illegitimate purpose. I mean, because. Well, that, that's how they make it into an insurrection in their minds here. And then they use that against the uh, the candidate, Trump, and put it all on. I mean, this was all sort of I guess it was sort of like a political campaign, wasn't it? Really, John? Oh, I, these are campaign commercials. Yeah. Uh, the, the select committee in the House, the the hearings, the the outrageous things that judges say. We're working on another change of venue motion based, based in part on all the outrageous things the judges said. I mean, you say, well, there's pretrial publicity. This is the court polluting the, the jury pool. All right. Well, talk to me about these appeals. Will these appeals, will they happen? And what's the chances they can be overturned? Any of these? Well, ap- appeals, uh, 
are, can, it depends on what it is. If it's a pure question of law, the appeals have a, have a chance. If it's intertwined with the findings backed by the jury, um, it, they're almost never uh, realistic right. because, because appellate, appellate courts are not going to retry the case on the facts. Exactly. Um, but there are some very serious um, there are some very serious issues with regard to the, the, the law, like what's coming up. And we filed an amicus brief for people I work with and, and really I wrote most of it on this obstruction of, of an official proceeding, 18 U.S.C. 1512, which has never, you know, they're using an interpretation of this um, Enron um, Sarbanes-Oxley financial fraud law to, to deal with, with the demonstrations. The small problem, I mean, one of many problems is that they've never used it before or since. Right. There are other there are other demonstrations at the um, at the uh, um, Capitol and around there, and they're not using it then. So, so these kinds of things would 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 could be successful on on appeal, and and frankly, a lot of the process was screwed up along the way here too, wasn't it, John? Yes, and that's what we're trying to do is right. is is focus on the big picture items that can affect hundreds of people. Now, so I got a few things I've got to get to with the agenda here. So let me ask you this. I understand the the news point that got from the uh, the publicist and the team on this was that, uh, that, uh, and correct me on all of this or tell me what you know or don't know about this, but Ryan Samsel and Jake Lang were moved from D.C. from the prison there to an undisclosed location uh, just uh, this uh, past uh, Tuesday uh, on the 20th of February. And there's concerns because evidently, from what I understand the story, they're in pretty bad shape, I guess, medically, mentally, and physically. Oh, tell us about that, please, briefly. Well, like me, some people might think, you know, what what does one person matter? The, law, the more you get into it, this is really an amazing story. I'm calling Ryan Samsel Biden's Navalny because they think that he was right at the front. They're trying to break him to come out and say that Trump planned the violence and you know that they, 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 we have we have a lawyer who's been told by the government that if he just says Trump told him to do it, I don't mean just the speech, but plan the whole violent thing, he can be home in a week and he can get medical treatment. John, Man. have any of have any of them done that? Yeah, hold on a moment here. What you just said there, please. Have any of them done that, please? Yes, but not not exactly as I said. They they're saying that by hearing the speech. I thought I was supposed to go attack the Capitol. But what they want from Ryan Samsel is something very more severe. I see. Um, is they want, you know, they want to say that he met Trump. I mean, I'm making this up, but he's, you know, something like they they met in, in his underground volcano lair and and Trump, you know, diagrammed out the physical violence on a on a wow. Whiteboard. That's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, that's my interpretation. But but they yeah. they are, they think yeah, I mean, I mean, the government is delusional. And they really think that if they just squeeze hard enough, yeah. that evidence against Trump is well. Going to pop. The thing is, we know publicly he called for peaceful protests. We know the tweets he put on his feed. He told them to be to be uh, to, in order to go back home. He kind of did all the things that checked the boxes that would be the opposite of having a massive confrontation. From what I can see, at least, is that wrong, yeah. right, or what is it? Well. You know it, and and informed people know it. But I would say the vast majority of people, including uh, the judges, the the lawyers, the public defenders, they don't know it. Um, you know, it's so obvious that he put out tweets, you know, saying "Be peaceful." The Capitol Police are our friends. 
And this is yeah, he said support law enforcement. I mean, it's all documented, though. It's it's a documentation. I mean, they can't deny that stuff. Well, they ignore it. Ignore um, it. Yeah, and, well, because it doesn't fit their narrative, their narrative. But either right. did calling down the Capitol Police, either did opening the doors, inviting them in, either did when Trump had told Nancy Pelosi to put more security in. None of that mattered when you have a different narrative, John. Right. Well, and, and, and the thing the thing is, is like Ryan Samsel, when he was arrested in Philadelphia, he was already diagnosed with some very serious illnesses three years ago. It's not just some trick to, you know, to get Understand. better treatment. Well, a lot of them, we have heard many, many, many reports that a lot of them are sick. Let's face yeah. it, John. I mean, not only the physical, but the mental anguish here has got to be very serious for these people. Right. Very serious. And um, I would think there would be uh, potential suicides and people. And there could be a lot of that coming out of this as well. Right. So um, so the, the thing the thing is, is that when when they're floating a plea deal saying, if you just say this, you'll get medical treatment. Right. Right. They're implying that they're withholding medical treatment to to, to pressure them. So let's get to the crux for time of what. So you have a movement. I I really applaud what you're doing here. Let's tell folks what it is here. As folks listen to this on Sunday, you're about ready, I think, or are whatever launching. Actually, I'm going to call it a movement for a better word, John. But it's a a website will be a company to it. But you want to get proper representation for this large group of Americans. Is that correct? Yes, as I as I as we as I talk to a lot of lawyers and, and paralegals and strategists and thing, I mean, I, I keep coming back to that. Look, there just aren't enough lawyers. There's just, we're we're fighting this huge battle and we're undermanned and understaffed. And the, the government, you know, has us outnumbered. I don't know, twenty hundred to one. And so we're, we have a, a a seminar, a webinar coming up May eleventh at seven thirty p.m., which will be up on the website. Need, need January six lawyers. And trying to say that if you know anybody who might be interested to explain to them how they can get li- that a temporary license in D.C., pro hoc okay. how, you know, have it w- w- going to be a panel of existing January 6th lawyers to talk about what it's like, what okay. they have to do. Come on in. The water's fine. Okay. Um, and try to get people. From so that'll be in May, you said, in May? No, I'm sorry. March. 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 Oh, I keep, okay. I keep saying May. Okay, well, I thought you said May. That's why I'm asking. I didn't know when it was, but okay, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Well, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to keep you honest, my friend. There you go. All right. So now the website, let me tell folks again, it is needjanuary6lawyers.com. All right. right. I'm passionate about this story here and what uh, John is talking about. And you hear the... um, the egregious things, uh, friends, that we just talked about here that are out there. And uh, they need to move people to action. Uh, just being on the sidelines and not doing anything is is wrong. Everybody can help and we can get our voices heard is one thing. And demand representation. Demand that these elected leaders do what the hell they're elected for and uh, start to put this thing back into the, in, in, you know, in the bottle here. Because it's out of control. What's happened with J6 is totally yeah, out of control, you know? If we don't stop it now, it's it's not going to stop. And these it's people gonna... have paid a high price. They've paid a, a, a very serious price in their lives. So anyways, Jonathan, thank you, Jonathan Mosley, thank for jumping in here. And uh, all right, friends, that's all the time we have here for uh, what a big, powerful broadcast today. Big, big show. Let's get this out there and share the out loud truth. And thank you for joining me here on the mission. It's time to get involved 
and get loud, America.